Boys. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It is. Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Yo, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, what is your favorite thing to eat for Thanksgiving? This is perfect timing because uh, I just I'm I'm literally I'm actually doing it while we're starting this podcast. I'm posting my Thanksgiving food ranking this year, uh, and stuffing is without a doubt number one. Um, there is no debate. I'm sure we'll debate, but there is no debate. <laughs> and you know it's a unique one because I think like virtually everybody loves stuffing, but. Virtually everybody loves stuffing because like a mom or an aunt or somebody like that like makes the best stuffing, right? And then like if you taste somebody else's stuffing or if like, you know, if like Dan, you say your mom's stuffing is the best, I could taste it and be like, no, that's ridiculous. I know what's the best. It's my mom's. And if you taste it, you would disagree. So it's like everybody loves stuffing, but like also nobody agrees on stuffing. I think it's a fascinating food, uh, but that's my number one. Chris, you're right. There is no debate. It's stuffing. It's stuffing for me too. And it's just another food that you don't have. Like you can have turkey other times in the year, maybe not the same format, right? Uh, potatoes you have often enough throughout the years in different varieties. Stuffing doesn't come around all that often. You don't go to a cookout and, you know, in the middle of July and be like, Hey guys, I brought some stuffing. Hope you, hope you're ready. <laughs> like, it's just not, it's just for the holiday season. It's got just so many wonderful flavors and textures and sometimes shapes like you said chris depending on who makes it their style sometimes there's sausage sometimes there's not different seasonings it's a wonderful food and that's number one for me as well dude could you imagine someone pulling up to your tailgate with stuffing hell yeah let's go <laughs> just on a <laughs> random day in september just right anyone even <laughs> done for a stuffing pop i got in my where they're right they're hands-free hands-free stuffing pops <laughs> I should have picked that in my tailgate draft. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned stuffing because uh, stuffing for me was number one. And now I'm not there for my aunt's stuffing. And I don't like anyone else's stuffing. And I don't Ooh. want anyone else's stuffing. I legitimately don't like it. So it's interesting you mentioned it that way, Chris, about other people's stuffing. It's like I legitimately don't like other people's stuffing. Like yeah, I don't OPS. want it. I just, I just don't want it. Like I literally don't. So my favorite food is a food that you only eat like twice a year. It's ham. I eat ham like twice oh, a year. You and the ham, you and so the ham, baby. It's, it's obvious that that's it because twice a year, all these other foods, I eat them all the time. I eat mac and cheese all the time. I eat mashed potatoes all the time. Like it's, it's ham for me. This is my favorite time of year to rip Didi's food preferences because, like, he <laughs> he starts. Every holiday season off on on uh, Halloween, talking about how candy corn is like a, a noteworthy, legitimate food, and it's not. Then we go into this like ham over turkey, uh, over everything else on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Part of me thinks like we we just shouldn't talk about food in the holiday season because <laughs> um, it makes me mad. And and I know we're gonna have more discussions. Chris, Christmas is coming up, and Didi's gonna have some other shitty take about it, but it's fine. I'm happy that you enjoy Thanksgiving in your own way, Didi. Good for you, but it's it's wrong. Screw uh, both you guys. <laughs> Whatever. It's the brunch <laughs> breakdown. We've been gone for two weeks, and I'm already regretting coming back. So what's going on? It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh today. It is Thanksgiving brunch, and we've got a couple cool Thanksgiving uh, topics that are going to get us chatting about how you should act at Thanksgiving and what you would do in a Thanksgiving emergency that we'll explain here in a little bit, plus beer and a bunch more good stuff. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. Everywhere, people, everywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Brunch Breakdown podcast. New episodes coming to you every Wednesday morning, uh, available for you right there, first thing in the morning. Hit follow, hit subscribe, wherever you choose to find your podcast. Let the Brunch Breakdown come to you. We also have full video episodes also every Wednesday morning, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, available anytime you want to watch after that as well on Facebook and YouTube. Speaking of Facebook, we're there. We're everywhere. We're Twitter, Instagram. Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. Follow us. We follow you back. Be thankful for each other this holiday season. We're thankful for our followers. And we'd like to thank you 
in return. You thank us, we thank you. Let's go. Let's be friends. And of course, Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify every Friday. We get you what we're listening to. Double stuffed last week, this week, or three weeks ago at this point, whatever it is. All the good songs are on there. Find the Sounds of Brunch on Spotify. Yes. Well, let's get into it, gentlemen. It's uh, get it off our chest time. Uh, Dan, get it off your chest. I would love to. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Gentlemen, this past Sunday, the American Music Awards took place. And that's the one award show that I like never know when it's on. You know, Grammys are February. Like I've got an idea of when most of them are down. VMAs are in August. Uh, or early September and the AMAs, I feel like they just spin the wheel and it's like, whenever it is, I'm like, Oh, cool. Watch it. The watch it tonight. This works. Um, they honored Lionel Richie with their icon award on Sunday. And I mean, the show entirely was, it was, it was pretty great. It was a really great show, really great performances. Um, and the biggest award of the night, of course, is the icon award. And it goes to, uh, Lionel Richie talking about his entire career. And there was an, actually a really awesome tribute segment with, Stevie Wonder and even Charlie Puth, um, where they were both on pianos doing Lionel Richie, all of his hits. It was just really, really cool. Like, you don't get that very often. It was really well done. It just really cool to look back and for somebody. And it made me re- like feel that, you know, there were younger people in the audience there that like probably don't know a whole lot about Lionel Richie. You probably recognize a song or two. But when you do something like that, it kind of wakes you up and makes you like really respect somebody's career. Take it back a couple of months ago. I mentioned the, the VMAs, okay? The VMAs, a few months ago, gave their highest award, the Video Vanguard Award, to Nicki Minaj. And now I'm not here to tell you that Nicki Minaj does not deserve that award. She absolutely does. Just maybe not, like, right now, <laughs> in, like, the prime of her career. Like, putting someone in the Hall of Fame before they retire, um, not in 2022 for Nicki Minaj. There's going to be proper time to honor all of her mu- music videos and her entire career. Let's get closer to the end of it before we start doing stuff like that. And I am I'm using her as an example. The, the VMAs have done this the past handful of years. Justin Timberlake has this award. Britney Spears has this award. Pink has this award like can we wait a little bit longer to have some perspective on these people's careers before we give them the highest award of the entire award show that's that's all i'm saying let's honor the people that we have in the past while they're still here by the way um and the people of today's generation will have their time they will absolutely have their time and i don't want to hear this about like oh the award shows for young people and they got to get young artists up there they can't put Lionel Richie on the VMAs like i i, I don't want to hear that that's that's frankly a, a ton of garbage um and you can't tell me VMAs that you covered everybody from the 80s and 90s and frankly even early 2000s and be like well we might as well give it to Nikki it's her time we've you know we're about there we're catching up <laughs> like it's just not and they skipped a bunch of years too so I don't know. Again, I hate to use Nicki Minaj as the example. This is nothing against her. It's against the idea of honoring somebody with the highest award of an event to somebody in the prime of their career because it was just really, really cool for me to see that Lionel Richie, see that tribute, to see him there witnessing it, jumping up on stage and joining in with them. Just a really cool perspective on a career that you know we weren't alive during, but we all know and love those songs. And I thought that was just really cool. Different type of award show. I no, don't, see, I don't want to hear that. No, I, I don't want to hear I, that. Because no, they didn't, it wasn't always I, like that. I, it wasn't always like that. Go back and look at the winners. And they you were do doing know that. that Nikki's been around for like 14 years or so at this point. Yeah, but she's still doing it though. Yeah. And Wait. It's, it's, the, it's the video music awards. All right. It's not the American Music Awards, the Video Music Awards. So like, yes, people who make videos and like, yeah, you want those people to like, I don't know, be relevant in some way, at least a little bit. You can't just throw anybody up there. And I think it works the way they've done it. Kanye's got me. They covered everybody from the 90s. Everybody that made a great music video in the 90s, they covered. They got them. They they checked the box. No, several music videos in the 90s, not just one. Like, if we're not giving it to Akon. 
Like they're just giving say- it out to one a year, though. They covered all of them from the nineties. They're yes. done. Yes, covered them all. Anybody who's made several good music videos, yes, they've covered them all. I all of them. That. All of them. That. Like Missy Elliott's freaking- already got it. Like no, no, that one made sense. Yeah, that one made sense. She's not. She's been around a long time. That one I get. That was only a couple of years ago. I was just like telling you. We gotta wait. If you did it. Wait. If you did some deep thinking in your head, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I guess yeah, I guess we're done." No, I knew you two were gonna <laughs> fight over this, um, which is why I let Didi go first. I just think we should just like we don't need to honor famous people as much as we do. That's my only take. <laughs> Chris is like cancel award shows. <laughs> we we have too many award shows. Uh, where we're just constantly uh, giving praise to people whose careers are about us giving them praise. Like, we don't have to do that anymore. They, they, They're going to give the Video Vanguard Award to, to Lil, Nas X, Lil Nas X next year, and it's going to make no sense. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's like... I swear, damn. That's I will say, one, to... thing, one thing that this discussion makes me think of, though, is because like, I already think about this in sports a lot with the Hall of Fames in sports, is that like... When these things were created, like the Icon Award was when it was first created or when like the Hall of Fame was first established, the idea made a lot more sense then than it does now. Because I don't know how many Icon Awards they've given out, but like when we're in our 60s and 70s and you look back on at that point in time, how many Icon Awards will have been given out? Like a 100, 100 icon. I don't know. However many. So let's say they give out the icon award 100 times. Like, are all are all those people really icons? Or are we just like kind of the definition of that word? Are we kind of like not honoring what that means? I don't know. Just saying like how many. To me, it's like 10 people are like truly icons in music. Who are they? Or okay. like the Hall of Fame for yeah. football. Like there should be like. It should be like the top five quarterbacks ever. And like, I you don't, that should be, that's, that's all we need. If they're okay. truly to be honored. That's a good point. Right. And this kind of goes into Dan territory here because it is true. Like we don't really need to be reminded who people are anymore because of the way that like we all have our own like basically whoever we love we just we can be obsessed with them to the point where our instagram can be completely dedicated to them and all that artists don't just go away they stay in our lives somehow they start hosting reality tv shows like lionel richie like they just stay in our lives forever now right they don't just go away so i get that and with sports yeah it makes complete sense it made a lot more sense to have five people going to the hall of fame every year because those people could be forgotten now it's like five people every year is dumb like what are we doing like yeah we're about to see a lot of really shitty quarterbacks going to the hall of fame soon just i hope you're ready for that string of matthew stafford's getting into the hall of fame i I guess i guess the point is like for any of these like top honors for for famous people the best at their craft like maybe you don't have to give it out every year right like maybe you don't have to like, oh, well, we got to name an icon. Who's the icon going to be this year? Or like, well, we have to fill the quota yeah. for the Hall of Fame. So like, I don't know, like Tony Baselli, offensive tackle from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He <laughs> he gets in this year because we need a guy. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. all. The, the, and the last thing I'll say is that you shouldn't be able to receive that highest award of the night, the icon award, if you're still like eligible for other awards in the same award show. <laughs> it should be like that's fair yeah. you're no longer you're not gonna win you shouldn't be able to win that and another award in the same night that's yeah. it it's like, okay. like brett brett Favre, your nfl mvp and you're going into the hall of fame yeah right can't happen we'll, we'll that's actually yeah that's a good point we should table this sports Hall of Fame thing for sports brunch. Yeah, there's, there's a lot that we could. There's really a lot that we could get background. into there. I didn't know this is where it was going to go, but uh, <laughs> I'm happy it did because <laughs> I have lots of thoughts on how sports Hall of Fames can change a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Writing that down for the future. Um, okay. Uh, boys, uh, I don't know who is out here buying underwear that doesn't have the pee hole, but like. <laughs> 
Fucking and I thought Michael Gallepter was Sloppy Joe's last week, but let's go. That's what we're here for. But, but like, stop it and stop making underwear like this because I made this mistake. I run in to Target and I'm like, okay, gonna go grab underwear. I grab them really fast. Hanes, what I do, the performance Hanes, freaking fire. Not the ones with the phone in. I don't know why there's a phone pocket in some of these <laughs> boxers now. Anyways, that's another discussion. But I grab underwear and then I go put them on. And then today I go to use the bathroom and I'm like, what the, f oh my, <laughs> are you kidding me? I bought underwear without the pee hole. Who is using underwear without the pee hole? That is what I want to know. Who is doing it? Hit us up at Brunch Breakdown. If you were one of those dumb people, tell me why. I need to know. Chris, ChrisGatesFitness.com. Ask your people. I need to know why are they doing it? Or maybe you're one of these people who do it. And there's a reason, there's a benefit when you're bench pressing that, I don't know, your dick might fall out or something. I have no <laughs> idea. Why on earth? Do you have underwear without the pee hole? Men, let me know. I had to get that off my chest because I am very angry today about this. I have two, I have two, like, need to know. <laughs> I do need to know questions. Um, Question number one, why were you in such a hurry to buy underwear? What was happening that day? Okay. <laughs> so I was, at, <laughs> I was at Target getting <laughs> I was at Target getting something else and I looked at my phone and I was like, oh shit, I have to leave. And underwear was on my list. So I literally just went into the aisle, grabbed the Hanes that I know that I thought I knew and loved and they got the wrong ones. So that's okay. the, that's answer number one. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Um, I was worried about you there for a second. <laughs> um, number two, like I, the the I I I'm not a per, I'm not a no pee hole underwear guy. I my okay, I okay. I get the the flap. I'm, okay, I'm pro right. pee hole. Pro pee hole. <laughs> yes. All right. Pro pee hole. But P I will Team say. PBH. <laughs> but I will say, like in fitness, like most compression shorts you get don't have that. Like most of them don't. So like, did you accidentally buy compression shorts? Or were they actually underwear that just didn't have it? Uh, okay, so I buy boxer briefs, right? Right. And I thought, and I guess, and no, and here's the thing. I thought, I, I thought that I just bought the regular boxer briefs, but I guess I bought, I made, I don't think, I didn't buy compression, like, boxer briefs, but, like, I guess they're sort of like that. They say okay. performance on them, like, whatever. I don't know, but I'm angry. I'm My angry. question was just simply... Did you have them on backwards? <laughs> that's where my mind. That's where my mind went. No, I the pee hole turned into a. One. The pee hole turned into a bee hole real quick. I mean, that's not what it <laughs> was intended for. <laughs> Listen, Didi, we have to ask. Just a little. If you were in a rush to buy them, I thought maybe you'd be in a rush to put them on. You never know. There might have been an emergency <laughs> situation you didn't want to include us in. You never that's know. Fair. Right? Go, gotta go. That's listen, fair. And, and I thank you. And uh, listen, I thank you for thinking about me in this, in that moment, but that's not what the moment was. But yeah, uh, I just, I, I, I just need to know why. Why are those on the assembly line? Why are they even, why is that? Why? I, I, I honestly need scientific reasoning. I need to know why, because I don't understand in any situation why you would ever need underwear, regardless of what you're doing with no pee hole. I don't get it. Team PPH. That's a great point. Team PPH. Let's go. My God. All right. Well, after that, uh, let's uh do some drinking, guys. And it's Thanksgiving, so people are going to be doing a lot of that. No, 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 no. Just because uh, we're done talking on. about your underwear doesn't mean I don't get to get something off my chest. Oh, my God. I forgot. I'm right. sorry. Chris. It's not all about your wild episode beginning ever. Yeah. Listen, go to Target and pick up my segment of the show because I need to it's talk been, about something. It's yeah, been a couple weeks. I'm out of Target shape. I'm out of shape. It's been a couple weeks. Um, but mine is actually very quick, given that it's uh, Thanksgiving and we're thinking about things to be thankful for. Hopefully everybody's doing that this week. I am thankful for the fact that my daughter figured out potty training in like four hours. So hours. that's like my big thing so far this year. Um, we're doing potty training this week. We both took vacation so that we could all be home and potty train. What a way to do it, right? Gotta love adulthood. And uh, 
by nap time, she had it figured out. So I'm very thankful. And one day she can go back to whatever episode number this is and hear me personally thank her. Uh, it went fa- fantastic. We did not have to rush to Target to get like a diapers or new underwear because, you know, pee or poop ended up in places that it shouldn't have been. All went in the toilet. We're all doing good. Happy to report that I'm very thankful about that this year. Good work. The way we did potty training was um, uh, center to school and the teachers did it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, I wish we could do that. Our school has this role where like for her to go to the next room, like the two through two year old, three year old room, whatever room it is, she has to be potty trained. So they like made us do it. Um, But I take no credit. My wife, Deserve some credit for the system, but all credit goes to Olivia. She's just smart. She's just way smarter than me, at least. And uh, good job. I think you got a discrimination lawsuit on your hands there with that school. I don't know about that role. <laughs> why, 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 Dan? Would you would you have struggled with that one? You got to like listen, listen. I mean, figure this out on my trouble. own time. <laughs> we had the wrong underwear. He doesn't have the pee hole. It's taken a couple extra weeks. He needs to get into this class. Let's go. I know. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we're done talking about. I'm just excited that we're going to have an episode called Pee Hole Brunch. I think it's going to be great. (laughs) It's it's trending that way right now. It really is. Pee Hole Brunch is the leader in the clubhouse right now. um... It's not loading onto Spotify for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) It's got flagged. Jesus. I'm Chris. What are you drinking? Hopefully not pee. Uh, no, <laughs> this is a beer I've already had. To, to be quite honest with you guys, um, with chasing my daughter around all week, I just like went to the fridge and grabbed the first beer that I could. Uh, it's from Ray's Grain, which is my brewery of the year this year. Like I think we already know that. Um, and it's their pills. Oh, this ain't the brunch. He's taking Ooh, easy, easy, guy. Oh man, you're giving away what we easy, Nicki Minaj. Like, bro, yeah, you this got is time. the. Uh... You got time. <laughs> This is my honorary icon of the year is uh, Ray's Grain Brewing. And uh, I'd just like to thank all those out there that made this moment possible. Thank you. Wow. Just giving away the brunchies. Like, what's your album of the year, Chris? Why don't you just give it all? Yeah, just open all the envelopes up already. This guy. Goodness. Good Lord. (laughs) All right. So uh, I am not drinking right now. It is two. It is actually three o'clock on the West Coast, and I have some things I have to do today, but I have something I need to tell everyone. Uh, Have mimosas for your Thanksgiving. Grab yourself some champagne. Have yourself some mimosas. And because mimosas are safe. They are. You can have a couple mimosas, and you can still enjoy your family. And you can still enjoy your kids and all of that. So have a couple mimosas on your boy. Throw in champagne out to everybody figuratively and you know pop a couple bottles for your thanksgiving there you i go. like that i like that put a little thanksgiving flair in it throw some cranberry juice in with the orange yeah. juice if you're down for stuff like that you know Listen, keep it seasonal and if the family's coming to you and you don't have to go anywhere like i mean pop a couple bottles have some fun yeah. i love it i love it uh i've got an oldie but a goodie this week um i don't think i've actually had this on brewery day before but from uh rivertown brewing another pittsburgh-based brewery this is the samoa showdown yes tastes like a samoa girl scout cookie we've got chocolate we've got caramel it's a stout not overly heavy on the abv it is it's it's not too sweet just the right amount good amount of chocolate nice hints of caramel in there you know it's kind of dessert cookie season and i'm just i'll drink mine i'll drink mine this is a good way an alternative if you're like oh, i don't want to you know have too much dessert and i have a lot of food for thanksgiving just drink it and this will do just fine the samoa showdown from her town can never go wrong can never go wrong nice the uh, samoas are a girl scout cookie that i once hated and then at some point it just clicked and absolutely love them now so i think i would like that beer and you realize they're phenomenal. Yes. Yes. I think you would. Does it really taste like a Samoa? Um, it doesn't have like the you don't get like they don't use any of the cookie in it. There's a lot of beers that are finding a way to do that now where there's like a, a cookie adjunct or they brew it with actual cookies and it gives it kind of gives you that 
cookie flavor. It doesn't quite have that, but you definitely get the chocolate um, and the and the caramel and the coconut. I think I forgot to mention coconut, obviously, in there. That's in there as well. So you at least get those flavors. It's it's pretty close to a Samoa. All right. Nice. Well, like cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Happy cheers Thanksgiving. Indeed. Cheers. All right. Well, guys, it's Thanksgiving. We're all going to be around family or Friendsgiving, depending on where you're at, what you're doing. Uh, and I have a topic here. It is don't be that person at Thanksgiving who does blank. Love it. <laughs> Fill in the blank topic. Whew. And I am starting this one off with the most obvious one. The most obvious one. Don't be the person at Thanksgiving who brings up Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't. Just don't be that person. And this has nothing to do with caring about what your politics are. You really want to do that? You really want to be that person who does it? You know, don't do it. Just don't be that person. Like, be that person all the other days of the year. Don't be that person at Thanksgiving. Yeah, Amen I, to that. And just just don't bring up politics in general. Yeah. That's a good rule of thumb. Don't don't do that. And this is a a time coming off of midterm elections. Donald Trump back in the news, of course. That's a, just don't. Just don't do it. No. Yeah, and I guess like kind of on that theme, because uh, this has become political. Uh, and and this is how many years now? Just don't bring up COVID. Like don't, nobody wants to talk about it. And like the thing about it is, like before it was like don't bring it up because it's this like polarizing topic. But now it's like I don't want to. Like I don't care how many times you think you got it. Like I don't. Like we don't have to play that game. We don't. I, you, you, it's just everybody's sick of talking about that. Nobody cares anymore. It's it's just watch football. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a mentally exhausted topic that yeah. we don't need to yeah discuss yeah. it any further. Pick it up, um, boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my first one. I'm gonna say uh, we touched on this greatly last year. Um, don't be that per- thanks that person at Thanksgiving who is, frankly, who's gluten free or who's dairy free <laughs> or like any of those things. And I know sometimes you don't have control over that, but if you are that person, don't be the person who talks about it and complains about it and <laughs> expects gluten-free and dairy-free this and that. A friendly reminder, this holiday is not for you. Sit on the sidelines. Enjoy some mimosas, what you're able to, and just shut up and let everybody else eat what they want to eat. Dan is not a very hateful person, but this is his top is number one. Like I love, <laughs> I love hearing him talk about the gluten-free top. It's just my favorite. Oh, he's yeah. not wrong. He's yeah. not don't wrong. need your special little dish. This one's for the gluten-free people. Go to another table with the kids. <laughs> um, my first one is like, just don't, and this, uh, we, this is uh, kind of aligned with like stuff we talked about with cookouts and tailgates and like birthday parties and stuff like that. Just like, don't, don't, don't try and make a group activity happen this holiday Ah, this holiday is about relaxing and eating and when you eat you just want to relax afterwards you don't want to like participate in whatever this person thinks that everybody wants to do i promise you whatever you thought would be fun for the group nobody wants to do that i just don't do that um don't be the person who (laughs) stops the kids from eating all the food possible (laughs) because nothing is more annoying than when you were at a thanksgiving situation and there's kids there and whatnot and there's always one who's like "Mm, i think you might eat too much oh you're maybe eating too much turkey oh maybe that's just a little bit too much there you're gonna throw up this is the day we eat a lot Start at a young age. Start them young. Let them know so that they can handle it at an older age that this is what we do. We just eat until we are tired and can't move, and then we go home. This is what this holiday is. Stop messing with the kids. Let them eat. That's good. That's good. Um, Don't be that person who thought you would 
try something different this year. Like, <laughs> stick to the classics. Yeah. We didn't come for your experimental casserole or your sugar-free dessert or some garbage like that. Don't be that person. Stick with what everybody likes, everybody knows, everybody expects. Don't be that person. Uh, see also Dan's opinions on covers because it sounds the same. <laughs> Dude. Very that, fitting. That's Very so fitting. true. I There's nothing that sucks more than when you've gone to somebody's house for years and then you find out that like they are on this new health kick and then they decided to take sugar out of like a pie or something and you're like, what's happening here? <laughs> what are we doing? This is the reason I love Thanksgiving and you just ruined it. Stop thinking about yourself. Think about other people. Okay. Yeah, Before yeah. you start taking stuff out of stuff and adding stuff. Here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. a great one. Yeah. Um, this one is top of mind with a lot of the discussions I've had with uh, my, my coaching clients lately. Don't be the person that feels like you have to restrict yourself because I promise you whatever you eat on Thanksgiving, whether it's a lot or a little, you're going to step on the scale the next day and it's going to be up three, four, five, seven, ten 10 pounds. And uh, that's not all body fat. Okay. The vast majority of it is water weight. And if you just get back to being a normal human being and don't treat the rest of the year like uh, a free-for-all binge-tastic celebration, you're going to be fine. So just enjoy yourself. Don't freak out about it. Don't be that person that's like, mm, I can't have too many carbs because stupid. Or like decides to, I'm going to just skip dessert. I had too much turkey and everything. Like, no, you're not skipping dessert. You're going to wait. <laughs> you can digest and then you can have dessert like everybody else. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's Thanksgiving celebration sounds like boot camp. <laughs> We've got rules to follow. The standard is the standard. Um, And listen, this might be a little controversial for some people. Hell, it might be controversial in my own house, but here we go. Oh. Um, Don't be the person who makes everyone dress up for this holiday. <laughs> like, I feel like... When people come dressed up for Thanksgiving, I'm oh, just like, oh man, what are you doing? There's no, it's Thursday. There's no church. Like, Jesus <laughs> didn't die for our Thanksgiving. Like, there's nothing to dress up for for this holiday. Absolutely nothing to dress up for for this holiday. This is not Christmas. This is not Easter. Hell, this isn't even the Fourth of July where you gotta wear red, white, and blue. This is Thanksgiving. Come as you are. Wear what you want. Eat as much as you want. Like, don't make people dress up. Don't make your kids dress up. Don't make everybody dress up. Don't be that person. Just don't. Baggy clothing, stretchy pants. It's all you Comfort. need. Comfort. Bam. Comfort. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. <laughs> um, This one, I can say, actually based on experience. So I do believe it. I do believe it wholeheartedly. Um. Don't be that person at Thanksgiving who shows up hungover from the night before. Uh, <laughs> uh, we all love a good Wednesday night get together with the old friends and, you know, and that can get a little crazy, get a little fun. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you, if you if you ever ruin one Thanksgiving of your own in your entire life because you were hungover, you will never do that again. And I can, again, speak from experience that <laughs> the greatest eating holiday of the entire year, I was able to hold down half of a crescent roll. And that didn't happen until 8.15 PM Thanksgiving evening. The whole meal was ruined for me. So mm. that's a rule. That's, that's advice and a good rule. Yeah. Oh. Isn't the Wednesday before Thanksgiving like the biggest night in the bar industry or something like that? Yeah, it's the biggest drinking night of the year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yep. Big time. Just be smart out there, people. Be smart. <laughs> um, Don't be... Which one do I want to use here? Don't be... This is, pers this is a personal attack for me. Don't be that person that turns off the football for any reason at all do not turn off the football okay 
Um, sometimes people think like, well, the game, like the game's distracting. We can't all talk to each other. You're just not interesting enough. Be more interesting and people will listen to you. Oh, well, we're serving food. We have to turn the game off. What am I going to stare at while I eat? It must be <laughs> football. Okay. Do not be that person that turns the game off. Thank you. Yeah. No That's complaining about cool. football being on all day. This country has a love affair with the sport and it's engrossed in this holiday deal with it we all like it it will be on from 12 35 until that last game finishes up at approximately 11 35 <laughs> that's just how it is it can be background noise and music to anybody who doesn't care but the rest of us need it on thank you yeah that's uh that's beautiful and you know what this year don't be the person who complains about the games that are on which is usually me all three games <laughs> are somewhat compelling this year. Yeah, I am somebody yeah. who hates the Cowboys Lions tradition and all of that stuff. I can't stand it. Uh, but yeah, and the Patriots Vikings at night. I'm actually excited to watch football. I'm usually not because usually it's just background noise because the games suck. But this year, yeah, all of them are good. So yeah, don't be that person. Don't be old me. Be new me. <laughs> Enjoy the football until next year when the games suck. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, and if you would have looked at the schedule at week one, you would oh, have been complaining fair. about the games. <laughs> you would have been really concerned. Yeah. But thankfully, as things have developed, yeah, we got some good games to watch on Thursday. That's nice. That's nice. Um, here's one that's a little interesting. Um, and and you probably don't always. There's there's usually just this one person, right? It may not be every year, but this one person who had a really good year. You know, they really like to talk about it. Don't be that person that just completely endorses your self-greatness. And that's like all you project the entire day to everybody. Like, that's not what everybody is wants to hear about. I'm not saying you can't mention it in conversation. But every time the conversation swings back to you, twisting it on yourself and how great this you were and how great this this was this year. For the, you No, no. Pick another holiday to do that for. We don't need that trash at Thanksgiving. That's a good one. I like it. I think I'm at the end of my list. I had another one and then it left my brain. So, well, I feel like this was good. And we have another topic that we got to get to about Thanksgiving before we get we out do. of here. So, Dan, Thanksgiving emergency, go. Yes. Thanksgiving emergency. This is the scenario you're hosting or you're at somebody's house who's hosting. The meal's being prepped. It's being cooked. Turkey's, turkey's in the oven. Boom. Power goes out. Or boom. Oven blows up. Not literally, but oven breaks completely. You've got no options. You're not heating everything up in the microwave. It just doesn't work. You've got to go somewhere. It's late. It's fourth quarter. You got to go out and get some food somewhere. You got to go to a restaurant. You got to pick up some food. Boys, my question to you is... What restaurant are you going to Thanksgiving evening when you're in this emergency situation? Or what style of restaurant, style of food are you favoring in this situation? Uh, this is very simple for me because, listen, everybody loves chicken wings. And you can get chicken wings from anywhere at any time. It is chicken wings and fries, and that is what I'm grabbing everybody. We are getting uh, just uh, an insane amount of chicken and fries and just saying, hey, guys, you know, it's now a tailgate. Let's go. <laughs> that's it. Like, I mean, I don't know what else. I, honestly, that's the first thing that comes to my head. I'm not going to try to recreate Thanksgiving, do anything fancy. I'm just like, listen, shit happens. You're all here. Let's order a bunch of chicken. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. Yeah. Um, I like my, my mind was still like on the, okay, if, if, if I can't have the stuff prepared the way I want, where can I get this stuff prepared close to the same stuff prepared close to what I want? And there's not, I feel like there's not a lot of these, uh, or at least maybe not in this area anymore, but like Boston market is like when you take the stuffing and the mac and cheese and the turkey and the gravy, like it's probably the closest thing to what I prefer homemade that I've ever found. So like, we'd probably have to drive pretty far from here because I don't know where the closest one is. 
but Boston market's kind of where it's at, in my opinion. Absolutely, dude. I had that on my list too, because that's some quality, quality stuff. It's not, uh, not bad by any means. And that's as close as you're going to get to having all the sides, the turkey, the cornbread for crying out loud. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I had Boston market on the list. I also had, and we're obviously playing a little fun with assuming these places would be open. Obviously we know most places aren't open on Thanksgiving, but for me, I'm putting Olive Garden on the table because I'm ready at this point to stuff my face. (laughs) And I know Olive Garden can accommodate that request. (laughs) I know I can count on Olive Garden. Endless soup, salad, breadsticks. Give me a big bowl of pasta. Give me some dessert, some cannolis. Like, let's go. Let's go. Give me, give me Olive Garden to help me satisfy the big stuffed feeling. They can get it done. I like that. I like that too. And that's another one. That's another crowd pleaser. You're you're hosting Thanksgiving in this scenario. You got to figure it out. And I feel like yeah, Olive Garden is very easy to just be like, and Olive Garden will be open on Thanksgiving. So like, it it's very easy to just be like, all right, we need pasta, we need breadsticks, we need salad. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, and 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 to the same extent, a a chain that's not not as popular, but Buca de Beppo, family (laughs) style. Yeah, you got to get the family there. If you got to get, if you're if you're hitting the road because you got no power, you got no heat. Oh, forget that with these temperatures. Forget that shit. Get the Buca de Beppo, family style. So you're still passing it around. You know, you're passing food around, same type of style, and that'll fill you up. Buca de Beppo, that's a good one. That is good. Uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned uh, with these temperatures. It's it, like, look at the sun. Look at me. Look at my arm. It's yeah, like eighty. Yeah. It's eight. Dude, it's, it's the air is on in my house right now. <laughs> it's like midnight here. Like I don't. I don't want to hear it. Like we're on different sides of the planet. Might as well be at this point. Yeah. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> Any other restaurants or style food types? Well, you mentioned you mentioned Boston Market, which is where I think me and Siobhan's, I think our first like Thanksgiving together, we got a bunch of sides from Boston Market. Um because we didn't want to make the sides and um which which this brought back that. Um but yeah, any barbecue restaurant, get the Mm. sides from there. Like if because they have all the good sides. Like if if your barbecue if a barbecue restaurant doesn't have good mac and cheese, don't taste anything else. It, It all it's all trash. Like they all the sides have to be fire too. So you can get your, you know, your mashed potatoes, your your, you know, all of that shit. So like, yeah. Any barbecue restaurant, go there. And also get your get ribs. People love ribs. Get those. That's an interesting one. I didn't think yeah. about that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um what about a habashi restaurant? You're going to get multiple courses like you kind of would on Thanksgiving. And you'd be, you're used to people being in the kitchen, cooking all day. You at least got a trained chef right in front of you to get you the feeling like, oh, they're cooking this here for me. This is, this is really, it's just not some guy, just some line chef in the back whipping this up. Like we've got a connection Family around the table, kibashi, multiple courses. I don't know. I just feel like it could work. I just feel like it could work in that situation. I will tell you this right now, man. That's going to be the one that like starts the biggest, that gets everybody complaining the most. (laughs) Complaining? What am I supposed to eat at this restaurant? I don't (laughs) know what you have here. What? That's fair. What are we doing? Yeah, that's That's going to lead to a lot. I wouldn't be complaining, but... I can, I can already hear people in my ears. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any more guys? Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna go off of actually what you were just saying of people complaining. Yeah. You know where you can go where people won't complain because the menu's enormous. The Cheesecake Factory. You go to the Cheesecake <laughs> Factory. They've got a menu with 55 pages, and you know they'll have dessert covered. You don't have to worry about quality dessert at the Cheesecake Factory. They can get you covered on that. So there satisfies everybody. That's a good one. That's a good one. My others um, would satisfy me and me only. Uh, really, <laughs> I could do anything sushi because like that's on the theme of like, I just want to stuff myself. I will stuff myself with sushi. Most people will not like it. Uh, and also 
Chipotle. I've actually tried to go there in the past uh, on Thanksgiving. They are not open. Can confirm. <laughs> but if I want to stuff myself, burrito, some chips and guac, what better way to celebrate a great American holiday? Uh, those would be my other two. Just to get that stuffed feeling, you know? Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, I've got two more as well. Didi, I'm surprised you didn't pick this one. Honey baked ham. Oh, honey baked ham. I didn't even think about that. I, I love how Didi talks ham. up ham, and then this entire I didn't even think about Thanksgiving that. I episode, he has not mentioned ham once. Not one. He mentioned ribs before he mentioned <laughs> ham. He mentioned chicken wings. He went into the different sides that he would select, but he <laughs> did not mention ham, despite the fact that apparently it's great to have on Thanksgiving. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Why do you guys just have to attack me all the time? Like, I'm just over here, oh. innocent, loving ham and candy corn, and you guys just yeah. attack me. You're that just bullies. For you. That was the brunch bullies. <laughs> um, the last one is it's not a national chain, so this will only hit with people in Western Pennsylvania. So I apologize, but I need to share this with people that um, there's a small chain of Mexican restaurants called Mad Max, and they do something every year around this time called the Goblerito. Yeah. And so this is checking all the boxes to give you a quick rundown. What is a Goblerito? Uh, it's a whole Thanksgiving feast of house roasted turkey, black bean mashed potatoes, traditional stuffing, and corn crammed into a burrito doused with gravy and cranberry sauce on the side and all in one. It's a beautiful thing. There's your emergency plan. Thanksgiving, no power, no oven. Get a tray of Goblaritos. Listen, this is this makes the brunch breakdown vital because you are listening to the brunch breakdown. We're dropping this the day before Thanksgiving. So if this happens to you, Be we ready. got all the ideas. You got your plan. We got your plan ready. All the ideas. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's uh, get into what we're listening to. Boys, uh, it's been a couple weeks. What is everybody listening to? Chris, what you got? Yeah, I'll go quick because I actually can okay. hear my daughter screaming downstairs. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, a band that I really like, their name is Action Adventure. They actually put out a new album, uh, I guess like a week and a half and a week and a half ago. Uh, it's called Imposter Syndrome. It's very, very good. They're a uh, like a heavier brand of pop punk that I quite enjoy. So up at, per usual, I feel like when I have these albums that I like, I just give you the first song because I want you to listen to the whole album. So I'm probably going to do that again. Smart. Dan. First one up for me, Pharrell, Travis Scott, down in Atlanta. Oh boy. Oh boy. This song is amazing. It's unique. It's like hip hop and there's like elements of rock in there and pop. And it's just, it's so, so good. Super, super catchy down in Atlanta, Pharrell, Travis Scott. Let's go. Yeah. Um, artist that I just discovered, he's not new to a lot of people, but, uh, his name is Sir Was, and uh, there's a song called Waiting for the Weekend off his, uh, album, Let the Morning Come, and it's great, and the whole album is really good, so check it out. Very vibey music, and I'm a big fan, so check it out. I'll get an Icon Award next year. <laughs> <laughs> next up for me is, uh... The artist named Nick D. He's another person that I found from TikTok. Uh, so check him out there if you haven't already. Um, these it's it's pretty cool. Like what TikTok has actually created. I know, like I always say, I love albums, but there's a lot of artists that just like do a song a week, and they kind of like blew up on TikTok from promoting a lot of content. And they've had people like give them song suggestions, and they just do a song a week. So this is his one from last week. It's called "It's Not Toxic." I really like it. Put it on the uh, playlist this week. The cool thing about TikTok, man, it's the new radio. People are making songs specifically for the TikTok audience. It's an yeah. interesting thing. No, screw that. Uh, next song up for me, uh, Alan Walker and Upsall. Uh, Alan Walker, this dude just makes bangers, and we all know what Upsall can do. We've put her on a playlist a bunch of times, so this collab just makes perfect sense. Uh, and you'll be singing it along quickly. It'll get stuck in your head. The song is called Shut Up, Alan Walker and Upsall. <laughs> <laughs> my god all right so uh ajr put out a new song called the dj is crying for help and it is a very introspective song uh 
that I feel like hits that uh, hits the nerve of a lot of people who are maybe in their 30s trying to figure out like what they're going to do next if they're not married or engaged or whatever. A lot of people are feeling this way before the holidays. So um, this is an interesting song to put out, but it jams. So it's got yeah. some serious, it's got some sad lyrics in it, but it, it jams though. So, and I love AJR. They're the best live band in the freaking world to me. So yeah, the DJ's crying for help. Check it out. Good one. Nice. Uh, my last one is from Olivia O'Brien. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I have not even listened to it, but I support her through thick and thin. Uh, so a means to an end. We're all going to listen to it for the first time together, or at least it'll be my first time listening to it. And uh, I hope I and we all enjoy it. My friend, I think that's a I think that's a whole album she put out, isn't it? Wait, she did. It it just says it, that she released a single. I swear it was. Uh... No, she put out three songs, not an album, but three songs. Oh, though. why would she do that? A means to an end. Three songs. Okay. Three songs. Okay, right. three songs. Well, all right, we'll put them all on there. Here for it. yeah, they're all okay. going on. All right, yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, last one for me. Uh, small pools and yacht club and yacht is spelled Y O T. And I love it just because of that. Uh, they came out with a song, uh, called motion. It's just a really, really incredible piece of alt pop music. It's upbeat. It's catchy. You've probably heard small pools in the past. They've got a very distinct, uh, vocalist and his style of, of, uh, singing and yacht club new on the scene, team them up. The song is called motion. Really good. All right, and uh, my last one is going to be three songs, uh, but it's because I went to three concerts in five days last week, which I hadn't done in a very long time. So Chelsea Cutler, Post Malone, Harry Styles, they were all great shows, and I'm so happy that like concerts are back in full swing, even though it's a little overwhelming because it seems like everybody's touring right now. Uh, but yeah, anyways, go out, see live shows. I'll put some stuff on the playlist. And that's what we're listening to. Check the playlist yeah. out on Spotify. Any final thoughts, ladies and well, gentlemen, not ladies, gentlemen. Sorry. Uh, no, just to uh, select your underwear carefully for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Yeah, don't uh, don't rush through the pee hole. Check it out. Be thankful for the pee hole. Be thankful for the fa family, friends in your life, and be thankful for the brunch breakdown that we can give you this absolute wild nonsense each and every week. You're welcome. Damn right. Bring extra underwear for Thanksgiving. Might need it. We're out.